0: Hey everybody and welcome. We're going to call it a rookie day today with the Buffalo Wild Wings, NOSA Sprint Cars and Dirty Thursday brought to you by River City Speedway. Oh yeah. Adam at Gage Polkabreck on the show today along with our co-host today. Stephen Lewis is here. All right. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to this. Show brought to you by Northwest Tire today. You know what? For tires, uh, maybe you need some work on your vehicle and more. Check out Northwest Tire on Gateway Drive, North Dakota's largest tire dealer. You know, they're family-owned. They have been for over 40 years. From big to small, Northwest Tire, they do it all. Uh, find all the big-name brands, Toyo, Nokian, Bridgestone, Firestone, and more. Call them up, 701 to schedule your next appointment. Northwest Tire on Gateway Drive in Grand Forks, helping you get the perfect tires for whatever you drive. Uh, Chad, right now, is getting checked out by, um, 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 I don't know who. Uh, they're checking his workplace out to make sure he's all safe. Um here, we'll it sounded that. like an
1: OSHA thing. Yeah, so. there we
0: go. OSHA, that's exactly what it was, OSHA. Uh, anyway, if you have any questions or comments, Nick Curtis, good morning to you, buddy. He's already watching the show. Feel free to call or text. Our number is 701-213-0863. 701-213-0863. We appreciate the texts and the calls. Uh, feel free, all right? Uh, before we get going, a couple of things we got to do. First off, it is time for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go, Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. So a deer hunter asked his pastor if it was a sin to deer hunt on sunday well from what i hear about your aim said the pastor it's a sin for you to hunt any day all right oh that one oh, was very good was it oh dear yeah oh dear um uh, okay about this one my granddaughter told me she saw a deer on the way to school so i said how do you know it was going to school
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> i'm just
0: striking out today okay i got one last one um uh, for all you vegetarians out there uh my food poops on your food how's that <laughs> uh, I do want to talk about this, some serious stuff before we get into the show today. Uh, there's going to be a, a benefit in silent auction at the American Legion in East Grand Forks for Julie Peterson, who is currently hospitalized due to stage four metastatic cancer. Uh, we need your support. We need your help. Now, if you don't know who Julie Peterson is, Joey Peterson, the NLRA late model driver's wife, Tucker Peterson, uh, the street stock driver. It's his mom, along with Kelsey Peterson, the lightning sprint driver, her mom also. Now, Julie, if you don't know, uh, man, I love her. She was diagnosed with breast cancer March of 2021. Now, in April of the same year, they found it had spread into her bones. She was immediately put on uh, immunotherapy, had great success with it. Now, once that stopped working, they had decided that her first chemotherapy appointment would be on September 22nd. Now, she continued to work up through her second round of treatment. Her second round of chemo has completely wiped out her white blood cells, turning her septic. Um, Her organs have suffered tremendously. She's now on continuous dialysis. Last I heard, she was still in intensive care. Um, You know, the thing is with Julie, she's a tough girl. Uh, She'd work continuously through her treatment uh, despite her diagnosis um, now, little did Julie know, October 13th was going to be her last day of work, and she'd be admitted in the hospital shortly after on the 21st. Um, she's fighting this um, sepsis infection. Uh, so they're having this fundraiser that we talked about now that's coming up Sunday, November 19th at the American Legion in East Side from 11 to 2. Uh, so they're going to have a taco in the bag with all the fixings. All right. Now, all they're doing is asking for a donation, a suggested donation of at least $5. There will be a silent auction. Uh, donations can be made at any franson and bank and trust uh you can contact for information and silent auction items contact john at 218-686-7930 or you can also contact jackie at 218-791-6825 uh, if you need to feel free to call us here or or text us or email us local at gfs com, and we will uh, pass that information on to you uh there we go and uh our thoughts and prayers um obviously are, are, are with the peterson family um we're keeping good thoughts for you uh i want to start on my right side first off thanks for coming in and being a guest host uh steven lewis how are you man pretty good how are we doing good 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 what's new in your world
1: oh not too much uh just uh, finished up tagging uh speedway shots all of our all of our home galleries are tagged by name now if you if you're uh, so inclined to look at the website there you can uh look 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 yourself up by name and find yourself and so okay. staying busy that way yeah i was
0: uh gonna see if you wanted to go to fargo with me today but it doesn't sound like you want to
1: yeah um, got well it's not that i don't want to <laughs> okay. but uh, be doing fargo stuff but from home yeah so. <laughs> and
0: uh by the way i am going to be in fargo today about two o'clock i'm gonna get dropped off at a random bar from my wife so uh if you're bored and you're looking for something to do i could use some company uh jason berg might show up hopefully we'll see him but um Feel free to look me up. All right. Um, what do you think about this rookie day? What do you think about these two guys? This should be fun.
1: Yeah, I think it should be a pretty good day. We've been uh, pretty fortunate to have uh, two new guys like yeah. this around the last couple of years. So the last two NOSA rookies of the year.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. That's that's good. And we're going to start with this one over here. to the left. <laughs> How are you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Adam Sobolik. Um, big move this year from, I mean, we've had you on the show before. Um, okay, now let me see if I got this straight. You started out racing motocross. Yep. Uh, you got to the point where you were kicking everybody's butt all up and down, <laughs> especially like the, the Brooks International Speedway and around there, right? Yep. Yeah, and then you went to a wingless sprint. Yep. How long did it take you? How many races before you won? I don't know exactly how
2: many, but it was, uh,
0: it was about three-quarters of the way through the year. Okay, and how many have you won since? Uh, I think 30. Okay. Okay. And then all of a sudden, well, maybe it wasn't all of a sudden, but you decide to go NOSA sprint car racing. Now, how did that all work? Did you have to get a new car or did you, could you just bolt a wing on your car? How
2: does that work? Well, basically what we did is uh, we were winning a lot in the non-wing class and we were, we were already looking at getting to the 410 class. And uh, what happened is we actually didn't really know what to do because just how stuff was working out. They kind of like, they didn't really, the Western Renegades didn't really, sit, they didn't really ask me to leave or anything, mm-hmm. but they were kind of like. Getting sick of you winning all the time. Kind of, yeah. So then we were just like, well, we should maybe <laughs> look at something else. So we were like, honestly, my dad was just talking about a late model. Yeah. Because my uncle James used to race. Sure, sure. Late models. So he, he even brought that up. And then, because we just never thought in a million years, we'd be able to afford like a, mm-hmm. like a 410. So we kind of just sent out to all our sponsors and told them that we're thinking about doing this, and then then Tom Eglin had a motor and he just kind of gave us a price we couldn't really pass up, and mm-hmm. and Tom's just been great, you know, he's helped us out with everything, he's helped you know? a lot of guys, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> and then uh, we actually, so we took our non-wing car, we started the year out with. I only raced two races in non-wing, and we basically took all the old parts off, everything that was old we took off, and then we pr- pretty much bought. What we thought we needed to get mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. not everything's new but what we thought we needed just to be safe because we're going so much faster yep we got we just did that and then we built uh another non-wing car out of a chassis we got like two years ago and uh we built that chassis for the non-wing class and that's probably like the best chassis I ever ran i mean it's old it's like mm-hmm. a 2006 but out of every out of every chassis i ever run i think that's like the best one for that non-wing class
0: you know, that's funny because we were talking about that before we went on the air, how uh, you can drive some old stuff and, and drive the wheels off it. And you think, well, just because it's that old, I better get something new. And then you can't drive the new car. Now, it's funny because when we had you on here, you've come a long way uh, since you were on Dirty Thursday. You've been on here before. You were uh, kind of a little snot, Lowe's, little punky kind of guy. <laughs> um, and and now you've got you. bought a house. Yeah. You, you got a new guitar. Yeah. I mean, dude, life is good. Huh? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> right now, I don't think I could get any better, you know? Yeah, just, and nobody yelling at you about playing your guitar too loud? Uh,
2: not yet. No, not yet. Are, are you any good? Uh, I mean, good enough. I, I just don't have... What happens is I practice during the winter because mm-hmm. I don't race or nothing. Yep, yep. I'm bored. I practice during the winter, and then I don't touch it all summer long. And then I just feel like i got to relearn it every fall. I,
1: I will say, I did see that last weekend, the, the guitar videos or whatever, um, you're just like the Petersons for me now. So, the <laughs> proud neighbor moment. But keep it quiet over there. I'm just
0: kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right over in that neighborhood <laughs> yep, yep, too, yep, aren't you? Yep. yep. So. Um, okay, I haven't picked up my base in about eight years, but uh, maybe I'll start picking it up again. Maybe we can do some picking and some jamming. But um, yeah. so you're now you're living over in East Side. Uh, things are good. Um, and uh, how would you rate your first year with the big boys with the with the Gnosis Sprint Car
2: guys? Well, I think you always would want it to be better, but sure just for how it's went with like what we had because like i mean like we don't got nothing special like definitely nothing special i mean i uh i had some good runs in buffalo river i ran third Mm -hmm. for like i was running fourth most of the race and then i passed it was nick umdahl and i got to third and i was i was doing really good and then just because we don't know anything yet we're still learning then my front right front torsion bar flew out the car and then (laughs) I, i had no no pretty much spring in the right front so the right front dropped Pretty much taking all the load off the left rear, and it just, I just spun right out. Yeah. And I was like, it was so weird because, like, it just, I tur- I, the car started throwing itself in, and then it just kept going. I'm like, I, I turned, and I let off and everything, and the thing just kept going. And then the next restart, I could just tell instantly something was wrong.
0: Now, the wingless, compared to the wing, they're just like night and day difference driving these things, isn't it? Because uh, you can see in the wingless car, you guys work. I mean, yep. you, you're sawing on that wheel all the time. Uh, not so much with the wings
2: yeah it's hard to tell yourself to to just be like not turn as much because like the the non-wing car it's a lot of uh you come into the corner you throw it in and then you kind of catch it and then it's just a lot of turning kind of to make the car go where it wants but with the for like with the wing car it's probably a lot more footwork than it is with like the non-wing car because i mean you want it to turn you hit the brake and it uh and that's what kind of gets it to rotate in and I've been, I've been having a hard time with not turning coming in. I've spun out once mm-hmm. from from uh, throwing it in too hard, and I mess up my corner, I think, every other lap because I throw it in too hard. Yeah. And it's just, by the end of the year, I got a little better. But it's just... Are, are you done with the wingless stuff, or will
0: you pick a few races here and there, maybe?
2: Well, we're selling my non-wing car, so... Yeah. Uh, we, Any bikes on that yet? Uh, I got a guy that said he wants to come. Okay, Good. Tomorrow or Saturday, but he lives like six hours away. No. So I don't know with like the roads and everything, I don't know what what his plan is. But uh Yeah, so they so there's like a new series that started up that's gonna be open motor non wing. So I'll probably race four ten non wing. Okay. If I if I can. I don't know where they're racing, but I I plan on doing a couple races.
0: Oh all right. Uh looking at some of the people texting, uh sending lots of love your way, Julie and the Peterson family. Steven has a tough boss. Uh, Adam and Gage have both been wonderful additions to the NOSA Club. Uh, John Roberts, buy it. I, I'm too busy talking about it. I'm not going to buy it. Um, now, we talk about Adam and Gage have both been wonderful action, or additions to the NOSA Club. Uh, let's introduce them, all right? Uh, straight across from me now. Here we go. It's Gage Polkebrack. How are you doing, man?
3: I'm doing well.
0: Good, right, good, man. good. Uh, You got your camera crew here, and uh, your posse is following (laughs) you around, and uh, first time, uh, when you walked up to the door, um, I'm thinking, okay, this must be Gage Polkabrek, and I wasn't sure, because I have never met you, i would never, it's so funny, when you're up in that booth all the time, you know, and and all you see are helmets and and driver suits, and and unless I happen to run into you in the pits, but... um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. I don't want to know anything about racing. I want to know, uh, are you in school, how old you are, what you like to do? Let's let's hear a little bit about uh, Gage Polkebrek, uh besides racing.
3: Uh, right now, I'm a junior in uh, the senior high school of East Grand Forks. Okay. Uh, I, I'm actually just getting out of school, so, we, so uh, I'm having fun not being in school right now.
0: Yeah, well, I would imagine. <laughs> do you have to go back today, or are you done?
3: Uh, I'm pretty sure I'll have to go back today. Okay. But uh, it's, pre- it's pretty nice being out of school for the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, Well, that, that's one good thing. It, it, a lot of parents are like, well, you know, he's got school.
1: Hopefully uh, hopefully, you let uh, the uh, high-ups know about that because there's no playing hooky after, uh, you know, we've got evidence. To the contrary here. So. <laughs> hey, hey, your vice principal's
0: a good friend of mine, too. I'll just tell him to leave it alone. Um, so what do you do in the winter when there's no racing?
3: Uh, I usually just play video games, or mm-hmm. and I might... Because we just got a simulator. I'll probably get oh, on, on that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those simulators are nice. Um Now, you come from a farm family. Uh, do you like to get out into the equipment and, and and do the things? Do you do the beet harvest and, and all that stuff?
3: Uh, whenever we do sugar beets, I did the truck this year. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably do lifting and combining next year.
0: Okay, but- it's, it's funny, um, hauling beets, because I haul for Egg Mac, Todd Mac and those guys. Um, you wouldn't believe all the sprint car guys you mm-hmm. see in beat trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran into uh, Brendan Mullen in a truck. I saw, um, uh, I saw his dad in a truck.
1: Past and present.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I almost mean,
1: a racing reunion it in, is. in the field. Yeah,
0: so. and, and then with with Egg Mac, you know, so it's, it's myself. You got um, uh, Mike Mosheski. You got Doogie. You got, of course, you got uh, Casey and Kale. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Rugey. From the racetrack, it's like a, a racing reunion. Yeah, it, it's real fun. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you now. Uh, now, your dad, he ran uh, lightning sprints a few years back. Dabbled in it a little bit. Um, he was talking to us earlier, and, and he said, "Well, it wasn't very good." But how did you get your start in racing?
3: Uh, he put he put me in a go kart when I was five, and I I just liked doing it. I liked hanging out with everyone else that mm-hmm. was racing with me. I,
0: you know, it, it's funny. A lot of people think. Can't believe this guy put his kid in a race car at five years. My dad had me racing motorcycles before I knew how to ride a bicycle. I didn't even know how to ride a bike, and I was racing motorcycles. So, how long did you race the go karts for?
3: I raced go karts for ten years. Okay, but I raced flat cart for about thirteen years. Then I went back to and I went to a cage cart with the like wing on top mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, those were those were a lot funner than the flat carts. Oh, I bet, I bet. Do you notice a difference even on a go kart with a wing? Uh, yeah. But Do they stick to the ground a little better? I mean, the the wings are mo- you usually just put them flat, mm-hmm. but if you get like some of the stronger ones that are like five like five hundred TC, those ones are those ones have an effect with the wing.
0: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what made you decide, or how did it work out? Where you went straight. To a NOSA outlaw sprint car.
3: Well, I, I I had a buddy that was gonna go into it. Uh, his name is Jack Anderson. Mm-hmm. He 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 went up to it. So I also went up to it. And then we went. We were gonna go to Knoxville as soon as we could, but we couldn't. Which means I just went to a, my the home track of River City Speedway. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So first time in a in a sprint car, uh, did you almost poop your pants. <laughs> Because I could feel a pucker factor myself.
3: <laughs> I mean, it was kind of scary because I didn't know how it would act. Yeah, But, I mean, I, I, I say it out of the way, which, which made me feel sad. But, I mean, now that I'm getting better at just controlling the car yep. and going faster, it's...
0: Well, let me tell, let me tell you something here, uh, Gage. I can remember when Donnie shot started. Remember Donnie hugging the inside River City Speedway, staying out of everybody's way, getting his lap times, getting his seat time in, and look where that brought him. It, it sucks when 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 the racer mentality is in your brain. It's awfully hard to do that, isn't it? To to, to just kind of let okay, I'm just gonna buy my time here. But you always want to go faster, and and the thing is though with these with these sprint cars, um, we know the saying, you know, they, well then he stepped on his you know what. It takes what about a split quarter of a second to go from first to last, you know, and, and we all know that. But um, how did your season go from the beginning to the end? Did you think you learned a lot? Were you getting faster? Were you getting more comfortable?
3: I uh, I, th- I, th- I think I did better throughout the year because uh, we just started getting we started getting into the 410 this year, uh, at, and in the 410 I was I really did not do good. But near the end of the year, uh, I did a lot better. But when I crashed at Knoxville out. That was kind of annoying.
0: Yeah. Uh, we weren't going to talk about that until Stephen brought it up, so we are going to talk about it. Tell us about that crash. Yeah. Tell us about that crash in Knoxville.
3: Uh, it, I mean, it happens fast, and I didn't know what happened. But, I mean, I couldn't control it, but that was, it, it was just surprising that I'm like, I, I knew I was going to spin out, but I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. Wow. Cordell is quite the TikTok star.
0: Fun to watch the <laughs> Polka Breck racing race season on TikTok. I don't even know how to use TikTok. Do you?
1: Don't even look at it. <laughs> no,
0: I don't either. Nope. It's like Twitter. That to yep. me is like anatomy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about the TikTok thing. Uh, you're a TikTok star. What do you do? How does that work?
3: Oh, no. My dad just does that. I Oh. I, I don't encourage him. <laughs> he's been it, but he filming just ever it.
0: since he walked in here. So Yeah. Okay. So now this will probably be on TikTok.
3: Oh, more than definitely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then so now that makes you the TikTok star because he's the guy doing it all.
3: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's all right. That's
0: all right. Um, Boy, I tell you what, uh, for you, you didn't go through the wing to the wingless, I could see. But what was the most, what caught you probably the most off guard about being in a sprint car? What was like, I know you have your thoughts and and what you think you're going to be getting yourself into. But was there one thing that it was like, oh, this ain't nothing like I imagined it would be?
3: Not turning. Not. I mean, in in a flat cart, you you, you sometimes you can't turn, mm-hmm. so you go all the way. But those things have prep, so they'll just stick to the ground, and you can turn. And then with the wing cart, that that one you had to turn to make it spin and sure. then go around the turns. All right. Uh, you got a girlfriend? No. Okay. You? Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. Living with you yet? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wow. Getting up there. How long you been with her? Uh. This December will be three years. Yeah? Talking about getting married yet? She wants to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, does she know, she knew what she was getting herself into when she met you? Did she have a problem with the racing? Uh, well, so her cousin is Kelsey Peterson. Oh, well, gee. And, uh, it's already there. It's in
2: the blood. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. She told me that when they were they were little, they made a promise to each other that they're not going to date any racing boys. And when not, they were little. Both, yep, and now they're both. They're both, yeah, say yeah. that
1: that—that that, uh, that plan went real well. Yeah, long. that didn't last too long. It,
0: in fact, I would think the only way that that would work is if you were with somebody that was involved with racing because they kind of know what they're getting themselves into. I mean, uh, even like Dobmeier, you know, we've brought this up how many times? I mean, it just about gets paralyzed, breaks his back, gets all burned and all this stuff, and it's like, your wife is a saint. And he's like, well, she knew what she was getting herself into, and she did I mean, mm-hmm. she came from a racing family, too, but um, it, it's nice to have the support. Does she help you out at all with your racing program? Yeah, the first couple of years she did, she
2: didn't really because she didn't know what to do you know mm-hmm. and then my, we kind of been trying to put her to work this summer, and she she kind of helped clean the car and yeah. get everything ready. And- She she started doing like the like cleaning my helmet after and doing tear off for me and all that just so I can focus on the car.
0: Yeah, see that's why you got to find yourself a girlfriend there, Gage, and uh, they can do that stuff (laughs) for you. Now um, we both of you guys kind of took different paths Um, when you started last year. um, You weren't here much. Uh, You did a lot of Knoxville. You did a lot of down south stuff. But um, what was how did that decision come about?
3: Uh, I'm pretty sure it was mostly my dad's decision because they, they didn't really pay much for what we get down in mm-hmm. South, even though it takes about 10 hours to get there and 10 hours to get back. It's just better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Jody Borg Danner, huh? So I suppose from motocross. Yep. Yeah. She says, hi, she's watching down at Sioux Falls. Now, is there a big difference with the track? I mean, I know Knoxville's a bigger track and all of that stuff, but what do you prefer? Do you prefer those bigger tracks, or, or what do you think of the ring here?
3: Uh, I, li- I like the shorter tracks because mm-hmm. you can get a lot more passing in because eventually whenever, after the first one, two laps at Knoxville, there won't be much passing unless right. your motor is just better.
0: Yeah. Um, I can remember back in the day when uh, Fargo was a half mile, and, and the big thing was back then, that was the Outlaws only came to Fargo. Um, and, and I remember that was the big deal to go there for two days, but the racing sucked i mean the, the you could have from first to fifth could have been fifteen seconds mm-hmm. you don't find that mm-hmm. anymore uh, and especially in a smaller track, first through fifth could be a second,
1: especially if Fargo itself has changed so much too right um, right you know being a third mile itself mm-hmm. is um has been a Big difference in really great racing there now, too. So
0: Yeah, you know, the half mile is cool, but you're not going to get as good a racing, no, I don't no. think. Uh, it's harder on equipment. Uh, the Soblek and Polkabrek families are both wonderful. Glad to have had the opportunity to get to know them all over the years. Gage is always welcome to come race with Nosa when he's home. It's, uh, I like that. That's good stuff. Um, are you going to keep going down south? You think this year, or are we, are we going to see you more here? Because uh, you're starting to get kind of a, a little fan base going here now.
3: Uh, I don't know. That's really up to my dad over there. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, he's the guy, right? All he's right. the driver. All right. Hey, I tell you what, uh, we're going to take just a little bit of a break here. Uh, this is going to be fun. We got Adam Sobolik and Gage Polkabrick, a couple of uh, NOSA rookies. Uh, well, we'll call them NOSA rookies, sprint car rookies. Uh, here on Dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway. Of course, Stephen Lewis is here too. Uh, I want to thank uh, Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Uh, they have been a sponsor with Dirty Thursday for a long time. I tell you what, if you're looking to go get your oil change and you don't want to sit at a dealership for five hours to get an oil change, head over to Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Uh, definitely worth it. They're on South uh, 38th Street, 3325 South 38th Street. I go there, I tell them Grant Fork's best source sent me, so right then they knocked 10 bucks off my oil change. I'm usually in and out of there within 20 minutes. I don't even have to get out of my car. Never once have I had to wait. I pull up. They open the door. I drive in. While I'm sitting there, uh, they also top off my fluids. They check my tires, my battery, uh, my wipers, my lights, my cabin air filter, all that stuff. Uh, If you want a fleet, they'll give you a discount. If you're in the military, they'll give you a discount. They get text and email, invoices and coupons. And again, mention GFBS. They'll knock 10 bucks off of your oil change. Uh, Eric Rice just texted and said, I made a mistake not going to Valvoline and had to wait two hours. Yeah, you won't have to do that at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. 3325 South 38th Street. Call them up 701 Make sure you tell them Grant Forks, best source sent you. Um, All right, here we go back in a dirty Thursday. Adam Sobelik, Gage Polkabrek, Stephen Lewis. Um, You got any questions for these guys?
1: I'll just throw in. I've made the switch over to Valvoline myself. Did yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice and like you said, nice and quick, getting in and out.
0: Yeah, I've I've never had to wait. Got to do it. Yeah, I think the longest I've been there is maybe twenty minutes, Mm -hmm. maybe. Mm -hmm. And it's always fun to talk to those guys. You don't even have to get out of your car. It's pretty cool. Um, Is there a, a track? That you've always dreamed about racing on? No. Just wherever you go. Mm. How about you?
3: Um,
2: I, there's two that come to mind. Probably, uh, I, I don't know if I'd want to do 410 winged or 410 non-winged. Probably just both. But Kokomo would be a cool one oh, down yeah. in Indiana. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'd like to race maybe like, uh, probably like Midget at uh, Millbridge. Oh, wow. That, that's, that's one that I'd really like. You're like too. all over the place.
0: Yeah. So if it came down to, I mean, would you just as soon be like a Kyle Larson and go around wings, non-wings, 410s, 305s, midgets, sprints, or, or would you like to keep it more of one type of car? Uh,
2: I, I kind of like to do like everything, you know, uh, that's just more fun to me. And it also would help, help you get like more well-rounded, you know, mm-hmm. in, sure. in racing, you know. And uh, if I got the opportunity to go race, I don't know, three different cars something like that, that would be... I mean, that's an opportunity you can't pass up.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I was talking to Mark Dobmeyer one time, and he had met um, Kyle Larson when Kyle was was like 12 or something like that. And I don't know if they were in Arizona or California or whatever. And he told me, he goes, you be watching for this guy. He goes, he's going to be something when he gets little. Yeah, he's going to be something. All right. (laughs) Um, And they just bought out uh, Tony Stewart's. Deal there. Yep, um, him and Brad Sweet. Yep. Yeah, I wonder what that's going to bring.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know that we'll know much uh, until PRI on the all star side, but I think the high limit thing's probably going to expand a little bit mm-hmm. by the sound of it. So,
0: All right, well, I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. Do you think we'd ever get those guys to come up here? Probably not. I've, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, have you guys got your stuff ready? Do you have a lot of work to do? For next year, are you waiting on new cars, new parts, or anything like that?
3: We're just waiting on our motors mo- mostly. Yeah,
0: everybody, right? Right. Um, who does your motor work?
3: Uh, Moiley and uh, Ryder. Oh, okay. Uh, right, but we're also going to get uh, another four ten from Kinzer.
0: Oh, okay. Now you have a shop at, at your house at the farm, or what?
3: Uh, right, right now we're at our house, but okay. it's like a fifteen foot by twenty foot garage.
0: Yeah don't need much more than that, do you? Mm-hmm. Do you do a lot of the hands-on work? Who does a lot of the work for you? Or is it you, your dad, both of you? Do you have other guys coming in and helping you?
3: Uh, it's usually just me and my dad, but sometimes my younger brother comes along. Oh, okay. And how old is he? He is 15.
0: Okay. And now, is he going to be a racer,
3: or is he a racer? Uh, he, did, he did, like, one year in go-karts, but mm-hmm. then he didn't like it that much. Yeah. I mean, it's not for everybody. Um, does he like
0: wrenching on the car?
3: uh i'd like to think so yeah you'd like to think so
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm hoping so (laughs) okay now are you learning more and more about the car are are you the guy i mean granted you haven't been doing this for very long but can you come in after a heat race and say you know it's doing this it's doing that it's not doing this or that or are you still kind of learning are you getting the feel of it and if so can you make the changes are you learning that part of the deal too
3: yeah, I'm learning both. I'm, i I can. I can guess what it's doing about 50 percent of the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I can. I can know what to change to make it do better. Okay. Is it hard to get what you're
0: saying across? To say like your dad, um, to whoever's helping you. Is it hard for you to? Because it takes a while. Is it? Is it? Is it hard for you to say? Okay. It might not be anything that it sounds like. But your guy goes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you ever tell them that it's doing something and they end up setting it up completely wrong? Because maybe there was a little you got your wires crossed there when you were talking. Yeah,
3: yeah. I'm I I, I usually get tight and loose mixed up. Like mm-hmm. like if it spins out or goes straight, I get those confused very often. Okay,
0: okay. Tight, you can't you can't turn. Loose, you turn too much. Kind of like right, <laughs> something like that. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. There you go. Something like that. <laughs> um, how about you? Who helps you? Uh, it's pretty much just
2: me and my dad uh that's about it i mean we we do have some people like that that come come with us mm-hmm. to uh, the grand forks race this is once in a while but when we go out of town it's just us and i mean like my mom she she helps a lot with sure. like, cleaning like she cleans like the whole car pretty much and she'll do anything i mean she she raced back in the day like oh yeah so she she kind of knows i mean so if if we're busy doing something else she'll get under the car and change the gears quick you know oh, wow and uh gee yeah and then like I said, my, my little sister and my girlfriend, they kind of both just do cleaning as well. Yeah, girlfriend won't change rear end yet, though. Nope, not no. yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do, um, does your mom still uh, record all the races, too?
2: Yep, she does everything, and it goes, yeah. everything goes on YouTube. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: Now, um, when we talk about, Jory Berg's been on the show before. Uh, him and his dad are both great guys um but they 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 go they travel together they're they're working on the car together they're at the racetrack together uh sometimes tempers get a little short um I can't remember who took the swing at who last year and I don't know if Jory took the swing at his old man or the old man took a swing at him I'm sure somebody will answer here soon but um does that ever happen you ever get into it with your dad and then you think to yourself oh wait a minute it's my dad and and do you ever just say to him screw you you're not right
2: <laughs> yeah I mean I'm probably not as nice as I should be so- a lot mm-hmm. like I, in the moment you know it sure. kind of gets you kind of get fired up and uh i don't know definitely say things that you don't want to sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. but after the fact you know still my dad and i'm still love right. him and we after after the races we have still you know talk about the races have sure. fun and everything just there's only been a handful of times i think that like i've been like really mad yeah. and like well, it now stays. you can go to your own
0: house, too. Yeah. <laughs> See, now, now Gage here, he doesn't have that luxury. If you ever get mad at your dad and say something dumb, he can say, okay, go sleep in the damn garage. But um, how does it work? Is, is, is it tough being on the road with your dad, or does that make things probably better for you?
3: Uh, sometimes it's tough to be on the road with him because we, we usually just sleep, sleep in the uh, back of the semi. Mm-hmm. But besides that, it's, we usually are pretty nice to each other when we're on the road. Yeah, um, it's a lot of time
0: in a truck, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you talk a lot about the racing at the end of the night, or do you give it a little bit of time before you talk about it? Or if you've got a 10-hour ride on the way home, are you going to be talking about racing, what it should have, could have, would have done the whole time or, or not?
3: Immediately after I talk about racing for about five minutes, then I just completely stop.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Re- reboot a little bit. Mm. How
2: about you? I'm pretty much... I'll just, we like, well, me and my dad love racing so much. We're just talking about it all the time anyways. So uh, pretty much right after the race, we'll, we'll literally get home and just talk all night. We'll, we'll stay up just talking about everything, yeah. you know, like what we could have done better.
0: Sure. All this kind of everything, you know. Wow. Uh, Eric Rice says if Adam got into late model, his uncle could show him a few things. Uh, yeah. I think we know that. Um, sponsors who helped sponsor you. I'll get my cheat sheet out. you got to get your cheat sheet out. I I, I brought that up to Gage List. earlier, and he was already working on it. He yep. wasn't
3: close enough. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't ready.
0: Here we go.
2: Well, I got, uh, I got Evil Iron Classics. Got the shirt on for my uncle right now. Oh, yeah. And then I got store Construction instruction wearing their hat right now. Uh, and I got Phyllis Shinley Metalworks, uh, Granny's Restaurant, Argyle Builder Supply, Dr. J Motorsports, Trail Painting, uh, Brent's Pit Stops, Birchwood Chevrolet, Jerizic Law, Darren Ingolstead, the Listen Center, Finish First Coatings, Lunsess Plumbing and Heating, Abco Tools, Golden Rulato, and my grandma and grandpa.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Now, that was the first time he's been caught off guard with that for a while. Because he yeah. had a nice <laughs> list
2: in his fire suit
1: for yeah, a while yeah. there, too. keep so. it
0: with you all the time. Yep. Now, now, Gage, maybe you're learning a little something here. Did you notice he said, well, Evil Iron, and I'm wearing their shirt. And then he said, you know, Storbach, and I'm wearing their hat. <laughs> Remember that for next time. Who's your sponsors?
3: Uh, Polkerbeck Farms, J.B. Repair, Phil Thompson Associate, Gasper Airspray, uh Proceed, Seth Vanderhoff, Macco Tools, Sign Creations, Agserve, Lake Axis Bean, and uh, Lake Axis Bean. Why did I say twice? That's
0: all right. Give them double <laughs> love, right? <laughs> oh, per- sound, um, sounded good to me. Sure, sure. Now, are the sponsors, are they hard to get? Does your dad help you get them, or just people you know and, and and when you get more racing in that you'll probably get more sponsors but is it hard to keep your sponsors happy
3: yeah sometimes it is mm-hmm. uh and it's sometimes it's hard because if you don't know them it's harder to get them to sponsor you sure
0: but. sure uh especially
3: when you're just coming
0: into it mm-hmm. yeah and and how about you i mean you have done good with your sponsorship. Uh, it helps that you were in the wingless thing for a while there and won a bunch of races. But is it hard for you, especially now going into this next year with the wing deal? Is it is it okay for you to get sponsors, or is it always a tough goal?
2: Well, about half my sponsors probably are because of my uncle. Mm-hmm, he's been sure. around for so long, yeah, and, and, and that helps. Yep. So half of them I probably didn't really have to like didn't really have to work that hard for because they already were they already were in my first year almost. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but the kind of the other half I've been getting, I've been they kind of sl- harder, slowed down. My first, probably second and third year, I got probably the most. Yeah, and yeah. then at at once, and then uh, this last year, I just I think I just picked up picked up like two more. And uh, yeah, it's hard. I don't really like asking people for money, but I mean nobody does. Yeah, and it's 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 hard because the four ten is a lot a lot more money than the oh yeah, than yeah. the non yeah. class. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it's.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you know what it's like. You just bought a house. Um, running a four ten show is not much different. Yeah. It? Uh,
2: so uh, I don't know. It's it's hard. I I don't really have any like big money sponsors yet. Mm-hmm. You know, which mm-hmm. th- that would that would be nice. But like, I'm okay with having a sure. A, if I have a hundred mm-hmm. little ones, I'll you just have
0: a longer list in your fire suit. Yep. Yes. I <laughs> have to start folding it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Get
3: a CVS receipt. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Laminate it. Put that bad boy in there. Um. Fifty-three events you ran last year. Heavy, heavy schedule uh, for a rookie. Um, d- did you ever get burned out? Did you ever say, man, I need a break? Or I'm guessing probably never crossed your mind.
3: Oh, I, af- after the, like, three-week stay at Knoxville, we mm. did, We slept slept in the truck every single day. No, oh, yeah. No, we had cots. We had cots. We didn't sleep in the truck. We slept on cots. But staying there for three weeks was, at, at the end, I'm like, we got to go home.
0: Mm-hmm. Something to be said about you 're sleeping in your own bed isn 't there mm-hmm. yeah um what 's the food like when you 're on the road? see that would get me the worst is because I like to eat good food and not junk food, and when i 'm on the road i 'm always eating junk food, but how do you eat what's what's your typical day like
3: uh, on the road it's, mm-hmm. it's usually gas station food, but we, yeah. we usually get at least off fruit to eat uh, I usually get a sandwich or some kind of microwave mm-hmm. whole thing uh, and usually at home we can we we make our own breakfast sure. for, like, eggs.
0: Yep, yep, yep. Now, you guys are young. Uh, oh, Gage, don't forget about your sister. Is that Angie?
3: No, Lily oh. is my sister. Oh,
0: okay. She said, don't forget about your sister. <laughs> um, you guys are both young. Uh, staying in shape, I don't think is a difficult thing for you. But do you have a workout regimen? Is there anything you do to stay in shape? Do you run? Do you lift weights or anything like that?
3: Uh, I'm I, I'm starting to go out to the Y with my dad, mm-hmm. and usually I do like at, at least fifty push-ups at okay. in my room.
0: Okay. How about you?
2: Uh, I used I used to try working out, but I, I've never really liked it, and it it's just I don't know. I it's also hard when I'm just I, I work from like seven to five and i work on the race car all night long i just want to
0: go to bed (laughs) yeah yeah what do you do for a living um i'm an electrician oh okay yeah with century electric okay i didn't know that i didn't know that and and was it hard for you i mean we had our dates we had our dates mixed up uh and i thought you had messed up but then i looked back at the messaging and it was me that messed up he thought it was supposed to be next week and uh if it wouldn't have been for us talking about it or our, our page our promo for it he wouldn't have known that and it would have just been us three here but uh was it hard for you to switch dates and, and all of a sudden say oh i'm sorry I, I i can be here next thursday but i gotta leave this thursday
2: no no they're pretty they're pretty awesome with all that like if i got a race i mean they don't they don't really care mm-hmm. you know and all that we i kind of got lucky today i was working over at red river so it's just right over there so oh sure so not sure. not too far so i just drove drove over. He just, the guy I work with has dropped me off here quick.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Now, are you, do you travel at all in the winter? Will you do like Arizona, Florida, or anything like that?
3: Uh, maybe next year. Yeah. Or...
0: Get a little more time under your, in the seat first. Mm. Okay. Are you traveling at all this winter? Uh, probably not. I mean, we talked about there's a non-wing
2: class in uh, Arizona that we were mm-hmm. like. We actually went down there for like a vacation. And then there's actually a pretty cool story. We went down there for a vacation. And we went to a track that had non-wing sprint cars. And we just went to watch. And we walked through the pits. And uh, my second year in the non-wing car, we went down to Sioux Falls, to Heusitz, at a USAC race. And I met Jack Yaley, oh, which is J.J. Wow. Yaley's dad. Dad, yeah. So uh, we, were, we met him. And we were talking. And and uh, he was I was helping. I was learning a lot. And I was helping, uh, like, team as. And uh, so we were down there for a while talking then fast forward a year or two later we uh we go down there and are watching this non-wing series down there i go in the pits and we're talking and we meet it was jack ealy's nephew it was so jack was his uncle and it was kind of cool because we just you know we just it was weird that you're how far away from home you know and we meet someone that we knew and then we were we were talking we talked to them for like an hour you know and it was it was pretty cool and yeah, so then we talked about driving down there the next year, which mm-hmm. I think that would have been last winter. We were talking about driving down there and
0: racing, but then we just didn't really have the money to do that. You know, it's funny. I go all over the United States, and it seems like I run into somebody I know. Uh, I've ran into people in, in a bar in Boston, uh, Florida, all over. Now, you would, what would be your dream in racing? Are you looking at something like, man, I'd love to go full-time with the World of Outlaws? Uh, maybe I'd like to go run asphalt. What would, what would be your dream? Your dream racing?
3: Uh, yeah, probably just to run with outlaws, or yeah, and actually I make a full time career out of racing. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. And it would be on dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, asphalt ever tickle your fancy at all, or is I, that just a way to get to the racetrack?
3: Asphalt's only a way to get to the racetrack. Mm-hmm. I I raced on asphalt when I was on flatcar, and I'm like, no.
0: Yeah, not the same, is it? Mm-mm. No. How about you? Asphalt ever ever tickle your interests at all uh asphalt
2: not really but i i if i got the opportunity to race with the world of all you know you can't say no well no you'd have yeah. yeah but also i mean if i could like choose what i want to do like i could just say i want to go and do this i'd hmm. probably be like uh probably like pro four trucks you know, oh or sure something like that or even like rally cross or just ra- like all that kind of stuff i really like like sprint cars too same deal if i got yeah. opportunity for any of those i'd take that up right away but I, pro four trucks probably like the one thing i've always just wanted to race
0: you know we bring these two rookies in here to talk about sprint cars and this dude's all over the planet <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm kind of known for that yeah well i mean uh, do you still goof around on the motocross bikes at all
2: so i actually didn't race them for uh so i started to sprint cars my first year about halfway through the year i was racing motocross and sprint cars and then i just kind of like we went down to Kansas for. Uh, for like a Loretta Lens qualifier. Yeah, yep. And uh, that didn't go how I wanted it to. I obviously wanted to qualify for Loretta Lens, which basically you got to be like the top
0: 42. Yeah, people don't realize how big the Loretta Lens thing is. Yeah,
2: you'd be basically top 42 in your class in America. So uh, I went down there, and there's like 53 riders. And I, I actually only raced, I think, there's three motors. I only raced two of them because it was, it was so hot. It was like a hundred something oh, degrees yeah. and like 90 something percent humidity. And, uh, and I got 18th overall and, uh, wasn't where I really wanted to be. And I, after that race, I literally didn't, didn't touch a bike yeah. until this year. Again, we, uh, the Eglins, oh, yeah. They, yeah. they go riding and all uh, the time. Yep. So they, they were like, come on, come with. And I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't want to really, I don't want to get hurt and all this. And I started to talk about, I was like, you know, that might be fun again. So. I went and rode with them, and it took me about a lap or two, and I was right back to where I was.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's fun though, isn't it? On two wheels. Yeah. Well, I've been doing it
2: since I've been three. Yeah. So it just you know it's just kind of like in my blood. You know, it just now now sure. I just I bought another bike now after riding for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you buy? Uh, I bought a bike to restore. It's a
0: 1989. YZ250. Oh, y- YZ oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good bikes. Uh, I had a 250. Um, Probably pretty close to that year too. Um, any other kind of uh, things that you do besides the racing and the farming? I mean, uh, how does your regular day go? You go home at the end of the day in the winter and just play video games, or or do you got to help out in the shop or they work on the cars? Or typical day in your life in the off season?
3: Uh, wake up, go to school, come back from school, sometimes take a nap, and if I'm and if I'm called out to the farm, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then. Basically, when I get home, I'll do homework. Then I'll go on a game, play with some online friends.
0: Worst job you could do on the farm. If your dad says, you know, hey Gage, I need you to do this today. What's the thing you dread hearing the most? Ooh.
3: I, I, it's, it's usually changing out every single knife on the oh, combine yeah. heads. Yeah, and some <laughs> sometimes the cleaning is the worst because once you get all the dirt off. Oh yeah there's always more dirt on it sure not not even after you're not even once it goes back into the field you'll find more dirt
0: oh yeah yeah i mean it, it, it never ends it never ends uh Corey, plans going to volusia this year february 13th hmm. that you you go uh, yeah i think so oh now i know <laughs> <laughs> First time I'm here, well that's okay uh boy that would be fun um are you ready to go your car's ready or you still got a lot of stuff to do
2: Honestly, I haven't even touched it because okay. uh, I got this house and I've just been working on that sure. and I haven't really had time and we got, we just kind of got the non-wing car kind of ready just to like sell, you know, mm-hmm. cleaned her up and everything and kind of went through it to make sure nothing was wrong with it before we sell it, you know. And uh, yeah, I honestly, we took the body off and sold it because I wanted to get a different body for it because yep. I really like that body. And then uh, I don't know, we still, we're going to tear it down, take the motor out send it to Tom, and Tom Eggland, he'll go over it and just make sure everything's good. And Hopefully this year isn't going to be as much chaos as the last couple of years with, with the getting ready for the year. Yeah,
0: it has been chaos. Now, your, your winged car, where did you pick that car up at? I got it from Greg Gunderson okay. down in Sioux Falls.
2: I yep. think it was, it was the start of last year we went and got it. It was actually last minute. It was like two months before. Yeah. Uh, is the, it was a Maxim Big Max, and we kind of always wanted a Big Max because they're good for non-wing. So mm-hmm. he had one for a pretty good price, so we went down and picked her up, and then we had to play it together in like a month. Yeah. Which, that was fun. <laughs> it's just... Trash and nonstop. Yeah, and then, then obviously, sprint cars look so similar but then nothing fits the same on one. It just, oh, yeah. It just totally... Yeah, you'd
0: think you'd be able to bolt the part on from one chassis to the next, and it's just like, they're all interchangeable. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen. Um, boy, I don't know. Uh, you got anything more for these guys?
1: Yeah, so um, maybe not so much a driver that you currently race with. Um, I'm more interested in here. Is there anyone that's maybe... A retired driver, or someone is someone that you can lean on, someone you've learned anything from. And we'll start with you, Gage.
3: Oh, uh, Wolfgang, I, I think is one. I, it's I, I'm not too too good with the old drivers, but I think Wolfgang is one that I do remember.
0: Is do you that, ever talk to these guys and say, "Hey, you know, what do you do here? Is there any of those kind of guys?"
3: I rarely do that because I'd like to figure out it figure it out for myself. Because okay. when I figure it out for myself, I you remember how to do it. Okay.
0: Um, sometimes that takes the long way though. That that mm-hmm. that takes the longer time. How about you?
2: Anybody you lean on? Uh, so my first my first kind of getting in the spring car is that Kevin Job helped me. Oh sure. He 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 didn't really know a lot about setup about it. So but he just kind of just taught me about like just just kind of how to, like, just race, you know, mm-hmm. just on a dirt track, like, lines and just all that. He kind of taught me, and uh, I kind of just talked to... I used to talk to, like, Team as Thomas Meserol, and then he's a USAC midget and 410 driver. I, I talked to him for a while, and then uh, now I kind of just talk to uh, one of the owners of the Maxim Chassis. I just kind of text him whenever I need help, and I, I kind of just talk to everyone you know that i can mm-hmm, sure but i'm in the same boat i, I kind of like to learn it on my own like yeah. i don't know where to go i'll just ask them for like a direction you know mm-hmm.
0: but i, I still yeah. want to figure it out on my own and and a lot of guys are like that you know figure it out on your own here's the thing and, and we stress this you don't just go practice running a sprint car you know, it's not like uh practicing being a basketball player where you can shoot hoops in your driveway all day and night long. It's not easy to go practice in a sprint car. Uh Daryl, one of our Canadian uh, fans, good morning, John. Guest and everyone, great show. As always, miss racing and the good times at the track. Cheers. Uh Thanks for having these young drivers on today. You are welcome, Mark. I did want to ask you this, Gage, before we leave, and I'll probably point this out to you too even though you've been around a little bit longer adam um rookies your first time out when you're when you're first getting started you had mentioned try to stay out of everybody's way and things like that now all the most of the guys you're racing against i'm not sure so much about knoxville and down there but um they're more than willing to help give you advice all that kind of stuff but also guys get short-tempered uh especially when it's a rookie have you ran into that where it's like, kid, get the hell out of my way, blah, blah, blah. And, and how? See, that would, I would be butthurt. I probably would be. Um, <laughs> but you got to take your licks, you know. And, and have you ran into any of that or has it been okay?
3: Uh, I've ran into one person that did that. Local? You don't have to say names? No, or okay. no. Down in Knoxville.
0: Yeah. And and, and do you ever want to just say, dude, you were me once too. You know, you were a rookie once too. Or did you, you just keep your mouth shut?
3: I, I almost, honestly, I got scared, but yeah, I mean, I, I, just kept my mouth shut. I'm like, okay, I, I think I, I remember
1: the story you're telling about, you're telling me I think the last night, I think I know.
3: Well,
0: I don't about. care if you say who, uh, it <laughs> doesn't matter to me.
1: No, uh, I'm fine with it. Cause I know.
0: Yeah. But I yeah, won't say But either, it's not a so. local guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, uh, no. You're just going to get me thinking. Cause I know of a couple of guys too, that it wouldn't surprise me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if, if that came out of their mouth, but uh, um, okay. I want to ask you this gauge. Uh, was this so bad What being what were- on this show?
3: no no weren't like,
0: nervous and now yeah, you know now you know the show actually exists mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um you're going to be starting out volusia um uh, man you're going to have a great year uh i can i can the way you ran at, at the end of last year up here uh you you looked really good you looked really good um I, I can't wait to see you run again uh i'm hoping you run a little bit more up here next year uh maybe that'll work out but um I know you're going to be a good driver. Uh, you're going to have a great season, and we need to keep in touch. Now I know who you guys are anyway, and uh, we need to keep in touch. We don't live that far apart from each other in the first place, but um, let's do this again sometime, all right? All right. And you, sir, um, get that garage done. Uh, I want to come over and visit you in your shop, and uh, we'll go from there. I know uh, you're going to be going full bore again next year.
2: Yeah, that's the plan. We'd like to get a little more races in, but...
0: Mm-hmm can't can't be too crazy when you got a limited budget (laughs) if you were if you were okay here's the last question for you then uh if you were the lead guitar player in a rock band what would your band name be
2: uh i don't know that's a hard one this is kind of an appropriate one but my i don't care my friend me and my friend we talked about it we were gonna do uh in roman roman numerals i think it was lx ix which is 69 and roman numerals <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> here i was
0: thinking like the 410s or oh, something
2: i was no.
3: thinking the left turn no that's that's uh, there you go
2: i never really thought about it but it was just, that's what my friend from high school he he, yeah. he plays guitar as well so oh, okay so he and he was all like we should start a band and that's that's what he came yeah, up with well, <laughs> what's that one band weren't they
0: right fred right said fred about left turn something i don't oh, know yeah, anyway, i don't know anyway. i don't know um I'm so glad that you're easily accessible now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice that you're not working 29 hours a day like you used to do, and I can get a hold of you. I was,
1: I was thinking this morning, I was like, I would have missed this one again. I was in Bristol the last time he was on. Yeah. I would have been in Vegas today. So, wow. wow. Uh,
0: yeah. Is it nicer being at home, or do oh, you miss being on the road? it's
1: night and day different better. Mm-hmm. So I do. I, I mean, nothing against them guys, but it's, uh, uh, this is definitely a way better way of doing things. Well, so. I'm
0: glad you're around here more. Uh, that's nice. You, man. Uh, Gage, thank you for coming on. Good luck this next year. I can't wait to get you back on the show again. Uh, same with you, Adam. Uh, make sure you say hi to everybody that helps you. Uh, you got a great group there with you guys, too, and uh, we'll come and visit you, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing you next year. Um, maybe we'll be, I don't know, have you heard about a banquet or anything? No sir. are they going to do one this year? Um,
1: I, the plans are in place, too, I th- Probably second weekend of next month. Don't quote me on that, but probably something like that. Well, hopefully
0: they'll ask me again to help out. Uh, Kevin Pappenfoot says, Gage looks like a young Kyle Larson. Cordell, gravel, there you go. All right, got to love that. Uh, And (laughs) thanks for bringing him in today. Uh, We sure appreciate it. It's not easy uh, just just changing your day on a Thursday at 11 o'clock to come in here. The only
1: thing I would change about today's show, I wish we could have brought Cordell over and, Maybe grilled him on
0: a couple of things. Should we do a dad show coming up? Yeah, yes. I,
1: I, yeah I think he should definitely. Help, I mean, we've have
0: done racer wives. We've done racer moms. Mm-hmm. Why not racer dads? Bring in Malone's dad. I'd bring him in. Yeah. Oh, he's a good guy. Yeah. 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 We'll,
3: we'll,
0: it's in the winter <laughs> is when we do this. It's when we like to do these different shows it's in the winter. Would you be good with that? <laughs> all right maybe we'll have a bush latte that time all right uh, again thank you uh Stephen lewis for coming in uh and, and helping me out here uh adam Sobolik, gage Polkabrek, be watching for these guys on a track near you uh these are the up and comers uh these are the new guys the young guns of the sport and uh we're going to keep this thing going for a long time it's going to be these kind of guys uh, that do it all and, and again thank you and i want to give a shout out to rumor sports bar and casino too uh bt was on the show yesterday big sponsor of dirty thursday he's been with us since day one uh, you know you can say what you want about rumors uh, you can go there and you can gamble you can bet on the horses or the dogs you can eat they've got great weekly specials for lunch and dinner uh they've got two buses they'll take you pretty much anywhere you can rent them you can go to the Sioux hockey games and the big sports memorabilia and card show is this saturday from 10 to 4 here in the grand cities mall always something happening at rumors sports bar and casino and again thank you guys for coming on today uh let's see monty bill and the rest of the fork sports highway crew are backing in tonight at 6 30 it is the best sports podcast show you're gonna find anywhere and i'm putting my name on that they are awesome for sure hey tune in and remember to like share tag and follow us hit that notification bell on your smartphone that way every time we go on your phone dings and you go oh that's right let's watch dirty thursday hey grand cities are awesome grand forks best source is giving them an identity again